Hi, everyone. Welcome back to my channel. My name is Stassi. Thank you so much for being here. Happy Barbie Oppenheimer weekend to everybody celebrating Barbie Oppenheimer this month uh, as we are here to talk about, obviously, the winning movie of the summer, which will be Barbie. I'm so excited to have Rhea back here today. Thank you so much, Rhea, for coming back. Thank you for having me. It's so much fun to chat. Oh, you're welcome. It feels like it's only been 12 hours. <laughs> <laughs> I think that might be true. I think that's extremely true. <laughs> well, Rio, welcome back. Uh, for anybody for the first time listening, welcome. Any returning my returning listeners, welcome. Uh, Rio, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, my name is Rhea. I was uh, I'm I was an '80s baby, just at the end of the '80s, and then my childhood was the '90s, and so Barbie was a big thing. Um, Mm -hmm. all through elementary school and stuff except for I was like a little little you know pre-hipster I guess like oh it's popular I'm not gonna like it on oh, principle and so that was me and then I became an adult and I was like wait Barbie is just you know fun and cool and like you know really interesting mm -hmm. and so um I became a lot more interested in Barbie as an adult than I was as a kid okay I I like that. So talk talk to me of like what it was a kid being like. I don't want to play with Barbies. Was that like an like a social no go? Because for me, saying if I didn't play with Barbies, it wouldn't have made her break break my life. If I said I don't like Beanie Babies, I would have been fucking. No one would have talked to me. So I'm just curious to see like what was it like in the 80s versus like the 2000s. Like I guess 90s versus 2000s. Yeah, um, it was. Barbie was huge. Mm -hmm. Barbie was really popular. And I think I had like two Barbies because I was a child, a female child in the 90s. Yeah. And so, of course, I had like a Barbie or two, but I never really got into them. Okay. Like, I never really played, like, I was more, I was more prone to playing with like Playmobil or um, like we had like a rocking horse and we would pretend that we had a real horse, which is, yeah. Um, and like animal toys and whatever. Mm -hmm. than I was with dolls and I actually really got into dolls when the groovy girl phenomenon happened I don't know um because oh, my yes. like I was like in my middle school years at that point in time but my sister was five years younger than me and so she got groovy girls and then I, I I'm asexual mm -hmm. I wasn't doing the like ooh you know boys ooh girls ooh like you know whatever I was like I, I don't understand what everybody's talking about and I didn't realize that anybody in my middle school dated each other until we graduated like I was like so not there and I had like one really good friend in middle school and we would play Legos at recess um, yeah. and and so at that point in time I was spending a lot of time hanging out with my sister who was like eight Mm -hmm. and she loved to play like you know dolls but she had the groovy girl she didn't have the barbies okay i got you i haven't heard someone say the word groovy groovy dolls or groovy girls in like 20 years i loved groovy girls i used to go get them at um green earth because that was the only place that would sell them in like in my hometown i had the beds i had the pets i had the dolls but i was also the same way with a barbie because i was a barbie girl um through and through I think I was just always fascinated with being a princess I think that's very stayed true to me being an adult I wake up every morning I'm like why couldn't I've been a princess <laughs> okay but I'm not talking like Kate Middleton princess like I'm talking like a fucking Barbie princess um <laughs> I wanted to wear the pink frilly dresses I wanted to have like a kingdom with my Ken and my animal sidekick and whatever child sidekick that they, the franchise would give me. Um, but I had like, you know, like the Barbie, Malibu Barbie dream house, the the Barbie car, um, like every Barbie. To, but to me, um, the first thing I noticed about Barbies, which I, I, I don't know if a lot of kids noticed it right away. I mean, this is going to be hypocritical because I just said I wanted to be a princess. But um, I noticed that Barbie had different careers. Mm -hmm. I noticed that pretty early on um, as a girl, I was raised to be a housewife and I never liked that. Um, I was like, here's a good example. I like Sailor. I liked Sailor Moon because I liked that she fought against crime. I liked Mulan because 
she's a badass. So I've always really gravitated more to like the independent hero woman. And that's kind of what I would see myself today. But I like that Barbie was a doctor. Barbie mm-hmm. was a lawyer. Barbie was um, a veterinarian. Barbie was a teacher. Barbie was an astronaut. Like it, it kind of just went to show that I didn't have to be a housewife. I could have, if Barbie could do this, I could do this. And I kind of just, Bar- Barbie the scientist. Like I was like, oh, cool, women are scientists. Like there were jobs as a kid that I just associated that men did. I didn't know women could be astronauts. I didn't know women could be doctors because all of my doctors were male. Mm-hmm. Right. It's a very male dominated world. And as a kid, it was so cool to see the like, oh, like this Barbie doll can be this. I mean, obviously there was like Stacy Malibu Barbies and and all her friends and stuff, but I just really liked that she kind of showed like the feminist side of you can do whatever you want. Like, and I and which I'm kind of excited for in the, the newer movie that they're they're paying homage to the previous Barbies because like I like I didn't really know too much about Barbie. Um, it's my future mother-in-law is a huge Barbie girl. And I was like, she said that to me once, and I was like, what? Like that existed? Like I, I understand Barbies have been out for a long time since like I think like 55 or 56, but like I didn't know their reach. And she's like, Yeah, Jenny, like it was not like you either had baby dolls. Yes. Because that was how they it was like, the first adult doll for girls. Exactly, because that's how they raised you to basically be like, oh, like you're a girl, you're going to be a mom. Here's a baby learn how to feed the baby at a young age do you want kids but barbie was a sex symbol like the iconic barbie of her and her black and white bathing suit and like showing her shoulders having sexy hair like like imagine 50 years would be like oh we don't like bobby she's she's showing her shoulders she's showing her legs that's not acceptable. What's a whore? You know, but it, but that's what it was. She broke the mold. And it kind of, uh, to me, is the original first femis- feminist of a, like a movement of showing women that like, we don't have to have kids. We want to play with Barbie dolls. We want to have fun. We, we want to play with our Barbie horses. We want to play with our, our cars or our, our and our here's kids. Barbie driving a car. Yeah, here's Barbie but driving a car. Exactly. You know how um, Barbie started? There's uh, like a myth of Barbie, and then there's people who are like, "Yeah, but this is probably more likely." Okay, I want to. I want to hear this. So the myth of the way Barbie started is they even have kids' books. The myth of Barbie is that this um, woman was uh, Ruth Hadler, I think was her yeah. name. And she and her husband had like a plastics company okay. and they, they would just make whatever, like, you know, plastic bottles or plastic bags or that kind of thing. They weren't a toy manufacturer at the beginning. Yeah. And then um, she noticed that her daughter would like cut the ladies out of magazines and play with them like they were dolls. Yeah. Like paper dolls. Like paper dolls. And yeah. then she's like, well, why don't we have like a three-dimensional version of that? Yeah. And, and so that's like the mythos of how it started, but the like quieter, like, you know, people are a little bit more like, yeah, this is probably how it started, was that there was actually a doll called Lily oh. in Germany, like okay. years before, and they went on a trip. Oh. Uh, Ruth Hadler and her husband, they went on a trip, and they went to Germany, and they brought back a, one of these dolls. Yeah. But it wasn't for children. Um. It was a doll that you would buy in like an, uh, like a liquor store or like a smokes, like a, a yeah. tobacco, tobaccoist or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you would give it to your mistress because Lily was always discreet. And I, I want this to be true. Please though, so, I want this to be true. Eventually they're like, oh yeah, we like, we saw, you know, we, we modeled Barbie after the Lily doll. They did, they did admit that. Mm -hmm. um and they're like and we like bought the rights to it and we started producing one for children yeah but they bought the rights to it like five years after they started producing (laughs) the Barbies and um and Barbie was actually named after Ruth Hadler's daughter Barbara yes 
and Ken was named after her child also yes. her son Ken and so then like apparently Ken got really bullied a lot in school because mm-hmm. oh Ken he's got nothing in his pants like yeah that okay that part I did know because people are like oh it's like Barbie and Ken are siblings because that's what every YouTube video you're seeing right now because everybody is talking about, is talking Barbie. about Barbie right um I knew I knew Ken was based off the sibling honestly I thought boys had the same parts as me until I was okay I have I can't tell this story here because children may listen to this podcast but at a different day I will tell you how I learned that boys have different anatomy than we do and it's not in a gross way I was just learning about body anatomy and I had questions but anyways I I like that um well I mean not like that but like potentially someone stole the idea to be fair every every idea is stolen from something else everything is borrowed well Um, apparently barbie and the rockers was very much like they did some corporate espionage and discovered that another toy company was going to bring out like a rock band kind of fashion doll and so they like super rushed a barbie version out to production and they got out like a couple months ahead Mm. and then people thought that this other doll company had copied barbie when really it was the other way around (laughs) It was like I think the one they copied was called like Gem and the somethings. Oh my Gem! Are you talking about Gem and the Holograms? Yes. Or no, no. It's like if that was dolls. I'm. I thought no Gem, Gem and the Holograms. The, Gem and the Holograms was a um, I think an '80s TV show where they're basically superhero band people that was would be like, "Yo, we're gonna we're gonna solve crime while playing songs." It was that era of like. It was basically Josie the Pussycats, but like the right. next error was uh, Gem the Holograms, which they did come up with a movie. What was it? 2007, 2008, maybe 2009, somewhere around there. It didn't fly because like no one from our generation knows Gem the Holograms unless you watched Cartoon Network or like mm-hmm. school cartoons. But anyways, that's that's crazy. I didn't know I didn't know a lot about Barbie until um the netflix uh the toys that made us i love that series um i also like the movies that made us obviously because i'm a huge cinephile um they did a barbie one and i was like oh shit like hi miss barbie and (laughs) again it was just talking about like breaking the mold of what we're expecting but like to make what i also liked about barbie there was video games like, I have vivid memories, and the Barbie thumbnail, that's the Barbie on this thumbnail, I went to Barbie.com and to did a dress-up game and just screenshotted the Barbie and put it on here because that was my childhood. Next to Neopets and Sims was going to play, going to Barbie.com and playing the games, or I had the Barbie game for my game uh my game boy like it it just it wasn't just a doll like i loved the barbie movies holy shit barbie and that cracker i still watch barbie in the swan lake once a year um into my 30s because it's such a good movie it's um, like the muppet movies like you know sometimes those movies for, that are made for children are like really high quality yeah i don't know i just i just liked it because i i i i just like swans and she's a she's a ballerina princess barbie okay we, again i established i want to be a princess the one the one um barbie that i really was interested in as a kid and i didn't own this one and it wasn't technically a barbie it was midge okay was pregnant midge yes because i was like because i had like a, a kid sister who was born when i was like five yeah and so I was like, oh, the belly and the baby yeah. goes in the belly. And like, you know, I was really fascinated by that. And then apparently that was like a huge controversy in the yeah. off the shelves. So that much. was huge because at that time we think a bird delivers babies. Can we like, can we like rechange up how we teach kids, how babies are, you know? I think they are in the Ontario curriculum changing. Like, it's, not, it's not a stork. <laughs> like, well, 10 ago uh or or like seven years ago I remember I was here and I went to a counter protest to the protest against changing the curriculum for kids and it's like dude like all you're learning when you're like five is that like 
consent. Consent. Yeah. And, and like, like, or that was like the changed curriculum was that like when you were like in kindergarten, you would learn about consent and no touching. Yes. Without permission. Yeah. And you would also learn like some families have a mummy and a daddy and yeah. some families only have one and yeah. some families have two of the same gender and yeah. like and people were like so angry about it and my mom worked in the school system and she's like we have a child in our kindergarten class who whose male parent gave birth to her yeah like what like are the kids not gonna like we're not gonna talk about that we're not, we're gonna... not gonna talk about that like like mm-hmm. it's just a you know it's just like a thing like you know this child's parent was a man or is a man like I guess they're still a man but like it was it was in the past that I that my mom worked at that school yeah Um, and it's like you know this is just like mommy when we go to so-and-so's house they have like you know two daddies like yeah and why why wouldn't we talk about that like why wouldn't we normalize that I could not agree more I everybody harps on me they're like oh you want to teach your kids what sex that is and when they're sick I was like they're not teaching that they're teaching consent and let's let's take a let's take a quick reminder back here of childhood when it comes to consent we didn't really see it like a Pepe Le Pew okay Pepe Le Pew right but he's constantly forcing himself onto this female cat and I understand it's cute. It's it's like, oh my God, it's fine. But that's teaching people that like, it's okay to touch me without my consent. Um, And it's it's funny now. So I, I was raised like, oh, when you leave, you give a hug goodbye. Um, But now, because um, we, we, we saw our friend's kids and they, they asked, how do you want to say goodbye? Is it a hug? Is it a wave? Is it a fist bump? Like, what are you comfortable with doing right now? Mm-hmm. And I was well, like, oh my God, I wish I would have had that because I didn't always want to give a hug goodbye. Or like some people are not huggers and I'm a hugger. So I'm like, and, and it's really gross if someone comes and says, well, I'm a hugger, give me a hug. I asked them, like, can I give you a hug? Can I, can I, can I, like, can I do this? When I was eight or so, I was in elementary school. There was a boy who would go around and kiss the girls. Yeah, no. And the girls would scream and run away. Like, obviously no consent. Like, yeah. don't kiss me. Yeah. And so the teachers wouldn't do it. Oh, he's just boys being boys or whatever. I, every time he did it, I kicked him right in the seat of the pants. Fuck yeah. Like, like a horse kick, like. Yeah. And then I got in trouble for kicking him. And I was like, well, he keeps kissing my friends without permission. And. But boys will be boys, right? They'll grow out of it. But women were like, we want proper consent. Well, and like, you know everybody needs to be taught consent like have you ever watched the youtube video about tea consent i think so yeah that's like the best video on consent i've ever seen because it's literally like if you try to force feed someone a cup of tea that's a crime yes like you know that's like not only is it wrong it's also waterboarding um (laughs) (laughs) but if you offer someone a cup of tea and they want some lovely like you know I I appreciate that. And I feel like this is a perfect segue. As I say, talk about someone's talking about Barbie is I'm thinking this film, we know straight from the gate that Barbie starts to lose her childhood wonder of oh like there's other things at play, such as death or because she asked in the trip. Have you guys ever like thought about death? And it's like, no, what? But that's like growing up. I, I there's one thing that I, I'm not into feet. Before I stress this, even though I've stressed multiple times on this podcast, I would sell my feet for money because I'm a hoe. I do anything for money at this point. Got to pay those bills. But like Margot Robbie's feet, that was like 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 the the the, the like iconic Barbie. That was not CGI. That was her fucking foot. She was able to do that, and I was like. Her calves must be crazy. Fuck, I know. I was like, holy shit. Um, but I I like the classic Barbie feet. And then once she becomes an adult, her feet go flat. Or mm-hmm. thinking about that, I was like, again, like the body changes. And I was like, oh, that's a fun metaphor. But I'm excited to see, because I think Midge is going to be in it. 
Mm-hmm. And talking going back to the pregnancy Barbie, I remember like I don't remember that controversy because I was a small child, but I love watching Watch Mojo. I mean, most Canadians do because it's from here and it's like top 10 list. But there it was on a controversial toy list. And I never really understood why. I mean, it's just talking about women having a babies. I mean, that's kind of it's how not like it comes, you know, out like her, a real baby. It doesn't come out her cookie. You just fucking no. grab it. For, she she has a C-section. It's like, it's like the it's like the the Sims um you know cesarean machine where it like you know pulls the baby out through a, a tube or something and like yeah you know it it like it's just like funny yeah and like it hand wavy right or like I I like exactly or there was the Barbie that I think oh no Kelly Kelly that learned how to potty train. And people were pissed because there was like, like, oh, like all oh, this yellow fluid everywhere. I'm like, it's a fucking toy. It's a toy. Like, it's and a- like that could be really useful, right? Do you like, have to I mean, potty? Like, Go pee on the toilet. Like, yeah. Like, I mean, my my nephew is around the age for potty training right now. Yeah. And what if they got a book? Elmo was potty training. Like, of course they do, because Sesame Street is all about, like, teaching kids, like, stuff about life, like, yeah. at a child-appropriate level, but, like, you know, teaching kids stuff about life. Hmm, Elmo needs the potty, like, you know. That's exactly it, right? Kelly needs the potty, or Barbie's going to be a mom, or Barbie's going to pick her their sister up from the daycare. It's, it's, again, it's just real-life shit that happens, or... Well, and, like, pregnancy is something that happens, like, a lot of five-year-olds have baby siblings yes and they like you know have you know well mommy got pregnant yeah I I I was in a class one time when I was in first grade and people were like talking about you know oh well so-and-so is gonna have a new brother or sister yeah and you know would well am I getting a new brother or sister well you never know and then I put my hand up little little smarty pants I was I'm not having any more brothers or sisters well, you can't know that. Daddy had a vasectomy. Oh my god! Yes, yes, that is some honesty. Sh- the, uh, uh, there is no more brutal honesty than a kid's honesty. They are little sound boxes. They because they don't know. Because like they're just like, oh, I heard this, so like yeah. it's fine. Okay, we we have to go back to Barbie because this podcast is about Barbie. Um, I I will like to pay homage to what Margot Robbie is doing. Um, she's paying like every red carpet is a different Barbie look from different eras, and I I love that. Um, now I have to ask, what is your favorite Barbie era or favorite Barbie doll that you've ever owned? Um, I wasn't like you know very attached to my Barbies as a kid. Yes, when I got back into Barbies, it was because of the Creatable World dolls. Okay. Um, which you might or might not have heard of. I think, and, isn't that like the 2012 to 2018 era of Barbie? Is there yeah. something on the, because it, it doesn't, because doesn't it also go with Barbie's dream house on Netflix? Like that TV show is a kind of, no, no. Okay. Creatable world was they made these dolls that were probably a little bit older than children, but they were very androgynous. Okay. And they had, um, clothes that are usually male or female and they came with a short hair look oh. and a wig and they didn't give them any names they just gave them like the dye lot from the okay. um, the plastic and they were characters mm-hmm. and they had no gender like you could say oh my my dolly is a boy my dolly is a girl my dolly is not either like, okay and when that came out I was like struck by how wild that is that like dolls are usually not presented as non-gendered no they're they they're often often female dolls yeah um or like the male doll is an accessory to the female doll yes and like non-gendered dolls like like groovy girls um you could pretend they were a, a boy or a girl. There was no, they, they were child shaped. So there was no, you yes. know, breasts or whatever. Yep. Um, but these ones were like specifically designed to present like, well, maybe this doll and I put the little long hair on it. Maybe that's a boy. 
Mm-hmm. Maybe I take the hair off and it's a girl. Maybe I, I, you know, maybe they do one one day and one the other day and they're gender fluid or gender non-binary or like. Oh, I like that. And um, they only like, so when they first came out, I found some at a good price and I bought every one they had. They had six. Um, like I got it for under $10 a doll and oh, they wow, each okay. came with like a lot of little outfits and it was like super high quality. Cause it was like, when, mm-hmm. I find when, when companies start something, they'll make it like super high quality. Yeah. And then, and then as they go on, it, it like decreases in quality, but like the little zippers would zip in the oh, little shit. clothes, like just amazing. And, um, they didn't make, like, you can still buy them. Yeah. But it's the same. It's the first round. Okay. And it's like five or 10 years ago that they came out with them. And so it was like a big, you know, controversy or whatever, you know, children being introduced to non-gendered dolls. Yeah. Um, And the advertisements had like, you know, kids of any gender um, playing with them. Mm -hmm. But like, I think that I'm really glad that I bought them and I like, they're still in the box. I never played with them um, because I bought them when I was like in my 30s or late 20s yeah but I was just like if my nibblings because right now we're calling them nephews but who knows maybe they'll you know get old enough to talk and be like no I'm not a nephew I'm non-gender or whatever yeah um and I'm like I want those kids Mm -hmm. to have this doll yeah to, like, be, to be able to find themselves in something. And I think that's why a lot of Barbie girls, I think, liked to play The Sims. Because it really is just Barbie. If you can make anybody do anything, make them look like anything. And I'm I'm, I'm so excited to see there's more non-binary stuff coming out there. Because when we grew up, that was not even a conversation to be had let alone yeah. to now have dolls and well and like presenting it to children yes. in a child-friendly way like yes you know the child can use their imagination and make this doll anyone anything like whoever the kid wants it to be that's who the doll is and um it's interesting because I was watching Trixie Mattel who is not a child-friendly um YouTube personality yeah but is like I think Trixie was actually in the Sims horses like one of the promos I think so yeah I think she's Um, like reacting to it right well and she was uh well he she like depends on what outfit they're wearing at the time um because they're a drag queen Mm -hmm. um but they they were reacting to these creatable world dolls on because they Mattel is from Barbie, yeah, like Trixie Mattel, and and they had a video where they were showing the initial Barbie Dream House. They had like reproduction of it. Yeah, there's no kitchen in it. It's a single bed, no no partner. Mm-hmm. It was a young working woman's apartment that she had independently her own home, mm-hmm. and that came out in 1962 or something. And it was revolutionary. Yep. And it's like, it's a cardboard box with little cardboard furniture in it. But like, it was, you know, the style of the day, of the era, like, you know, this young woman works and has her own apartment where she lives by herself. It doesn't have a kitchen in it. Yeah. Like the, the idea of you know, playing, oh, well, she has to cook in the kitchen and make the food and have the baby, be that baby in the high chair, whatever. Like, no, that wasn't what this dollhouse was about. No, this is about being purely independent of, and I feel like that can even be hard to this day. Cause like, here's an example. I need my fiance. Um, I'm not, neither of us are financially independent. We rely on one another. And to say like, like my, like I have girlfriends that live by themselves. Oh, actually all three of my girlfriends live by themselves. I don't know how they do it because I need my partner to help do that. But again, I love that because even think of the times in the sixties, like that was a no-go. 
like I'm sure even that point you would still be a spinster if you're like 30 and unwed like that well, was that time thing was still like Jim Crow oh yeah like like that era is not far behind Mm-mm. at all and like and so when you think of like the ideas that Barbie brought to the table were revolutionary, like, and they're still revolutionary up to the, you know, the creatable world toys. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, you can look back through the ages at Barbie and like the only reason Barbie initially came in a swimsuit was because their whole premise was that you buy the doll for $2.50 and you buy an outfit for $5. Yes. And so they couldn't give you an outfit initially because then you'd be satisfied with the first outfit. Exactly. But um, then you'd be go and go, it's marketing 101. Don't sell the cow, sell the milk. Mm-hmm. They'll come, they'll keep coming back. And I think that was so smart because I fucking loved Barbie outfits. I loved going to Toys R Us and spending a couple of duck bucks on outfit. I mean, that literally set us simmers up for fucking expansion packs and DLC. Okay. And then looking at it as an adult, that's just fucking downloadable content. But I, it's like, oh my God, like I, I liked this shirt. I like these pants. Like I used to have like fucking Barbie fashion shows. I know it never looks like it because I don't put too much effort into my life. But if I had the money, oh, I'd be all about fashion. I've always been a fashion girl through and through. I, I'd love to push more boundaries. It's just, I'm five foot and fashion's not meant for me. I'm too curvy to say at least like I don't think fashion's for anybody no fashion's for like five foot eight skinny girls that are like this big like my sister when she was in middle school like was like recruited off like the street for like a a, um, modeling thing oh yeah and then she hit six two and she was too tall Mm. You got to be like the right height, unless you're like Kylie Jenner or Kendall Jenner, like you're fine. It's the name that gets you. But yeah, like for like true fashion models, I think the sample size is obviously zero or size two. Mm-hmm. I think that's a where it's like five, eight in like a hundred pounds. Cause I know, I know, like I, I used to dance and I know a lot of uh, girls I used to dance with stopped dancing because the pressures were too high but got into the modeling industry and they were fine because they fit the mold of being a you know model I've talked openly on this podcast of wanting to be on America's Next Top Model um but as, as we're Canadians it's a little hard to do yeah. and, but there was a Canada's Next Top Model with Jay but that wasn't the same I, I wanted Tyra yeah. to either love me or scream at me I wasn't sure which one I wanted Tyra to see but looking back at that shit was toxic Oh, so toxic. Oh, kind of like kind of like biggest loser. Biggest loser. Now you look back and you're like, oh God, no. Oh, no. Oh no. The that's not aging well. What Barbie is. <laughs> well, but, like the thing is, like it's kind of like the Sims. Like the Sims like has been revolutionary at every step. Yes. Um, and and like you look back and there are definitely things that are like not great, including yeah. like their approach to like um the, oh god what was that what was that game pack the one about salvadorada oh um, uh, and jungle, the, the, jungle the, adventure. Tomb ra- the tomb robbing and stuff jungle <sighs> adventure. um like that you know it's not like they have never done anything problematic but they have done a lot of stuff that is revolutionary mm-hmm. just like barbie they've done a lot of stuff that was like i don't think the pregnant doll is a problematic doll but like you know some of the like ideals of like you know the heteronormativity and all this kind of stuff can be Mm -hmm. a little um much yeah um but they still have revolutionized while reflecting Mm -hmm. a mirror on society at the time Mm -hmm. like you know like you look back at like fashions and like barbie has to be on the cutting edge of fashion like i read a book or i started reading a book about one of the people who designed for barbie yep and they like this person was like, yeah, I was in like fashion school and there was like a hundred people in my class and I was like the one woman. Yeah. For like, you know, and designing women's fashion too. Like, yes. Like it was all men. And then um, they saw a advertisement for a designer and it was like a very, um, they weren't like, oh, we want you to design for this company. Oh, we want you to do exactly this. We, don't, we want you to design for Barbie. It was like a designing opportunity 
for like you know for just dolls. be familiar with this and like they didn't they didn't mention dolls at all no but this person like this designer read between the lines and was like I think that's for Barbie and mm-hmm. I want to be a part of it I'm and sure. like at the at the beginning in order to be like current on fashion they would literally send the designers to Milan yeah to fashion week the fashion week to like yeah. whatever and then they had to get back immediately and like start designing because they have you know it takes a while to produce anything yeah and so in order for them to be current when the fashions came to the U.S. they were like um like Malibu Barbie like or not Malibu like yeah I think it was Malibu Barbie like the original Malibu Barbie was Mm -hmm. very Brady Bunch like Marsha Brady yes was like the the image and that was like what was in and then, you know, and then whatever was in, like, oftentimes Barbie would be a little bit more of a flamboyant version. Yes. But. Well, she always obviously had her pinks, but like, to me, Barbie no, was she like. she didn't always have her pinks. That was a 90s Barbie thing. See, I'm a 90s baby. So she always had her pinks. She like, because, and that's actually what I was going to say is like, Barbie, his fashion has changed throughout every decade she's in to match the decade that she's in because Barbie to me was always pink and ruffles and like sequins and like you know very over the top yes at least like that was my childhood too you walk down the pink aisle and it was all Barbie all the time but apparently in like early 2000s Barbie went into like t-shirt and jeans look for quite a while and now now is getting more you know like it's a doll let's not take it so seriously (laughs) and they're getting back into like the more you know funky fun stuff. the fun stuff um something i like about barbie and i know that they've recently come out with this the uh the wheelchair barbie the crutches barbie the walker barbie uh different body types so as i've had an i've had an eating disorder for ever i i'd like to say i've beaten it but that would i'd be lying to you guys i've just i just manage it every day um barbie had a skinny waist Barbie had an hourglass waist and I was like how Barbie had very unrealistic body proportions right I think if you have you ever seen the BuzzFeed drawing of what Barbie would actually look like if you like she'd have like a giant fucking head like no neck like (sighs) h size boobs no waist and like a 38 like like and then like bigger hips because that's how she's and she'd Mm. be like six foot one or something like it's it's unrealistic body types, but as a kid, I was like, well, why can't I look more like Barbie and have this tiny waist? And like, I, I did a lot of waist training uh, when I was... Jeez, oh, that sounds like that would be uncomfortable. Kind of get used to it. I mean, you get used to it. I mean, I, I wear shapewear every day, so it's not like it's out of the stretch for me to not wear shapewear. If I don't wear shapewear, then you best be calling 911 because I'm an imposter. I've been wearing shapewear every day for like many, many years. But anyways, long story, I'm happy to see fuller figure Barbies and Sims. Listen to what I'm about to say. They are doing it right. You are doing it wrong. They have proper body types of proper distribution of fat. Not where the Sims are, where it's all in your stomach. And hips. And hips. We're not fucking pears. Okay. I mean, some people are pear shaped. Some people are. Not everybody. It's like the arms and legs are always like, you know, the the uh, the common the common sim size. They don't really change. No. And then it's all in like the body. If you, what I hate the most is the way like if you don't have your sim like. A very standardized size yeah the clothes look very odd yes like if there's buttons like they'll have like a shirt with like buttons on it's, the chest it's and, and they're like it mashes it squishes it like it looks very unusual mm-hmm. and it's like why is this like this because it just you know it makes it it's kind of like um, different hair textures, like yes. the curlier hair textures for a long time, the curly hair textured hair that you would get in The Sims. And they're they're improving, but like, I know that sometimes I have a Sim who has like a very curly hair texture and I'm just like, 
there is 105 options for straight hair. Yes. But if you have like a curly hair texture and you have like a big family, then everybody has the same hair because there's only like 10 good options. As I say, there's even 10. I'm going through my head of all the curly hair that I have that's not CC, which is very hard to do because all of my hair is CC. They look like naked mole rats now, like down to the fucking teeth are CC. But like, and the ones I can think of is like the one that's kind of like off to the side that's kind of curly. That's like, like, but that like that's not like, that's like white girl curls though as well. And I've talked in good lengths about um, diversity, which finally this podcast will be coming out soon. It's only been filmed for like five months and sitting on it, but like not everybody has baby hairs. Not everybody wants baby hairs. Like that's like a specialty thing. And, you know, like, please, please, please let's, like, let's continue to add proper textures and, you know, proper afros into the Sims. So everybody like- can have the proper representation and be able to see themselves. Like the Sims even admitted that the initial Afro style of hair, like the the large um, the large curly um, hairstyle that they had at the beginning, that looked like um, cauliflower. Yeah, they modeled it on cauliflower. They didn't model it on hair. They modeled it as like to look like cauliflower, like on purpose. And that is like I am appalled. I've, I'm well I mean I'm like the whitest person that you'll ever meet in your life like I'm literally so white and I'm offended yeah because that shit wouldn't fly with us could you could you imagine if they like I don't know based based our hair off like carrots or something of just like how it like there'd be goddamn riots in the streets white girls white girls can't have their straight hair oh my god cancel the game but other other um ethnicities want to have the proper representation sorry we're not going to give you proper skin tones until like 2021 or 2022 and even then they're still even then they still suck i use my use my cc ones i literally i want to use any of my characters i have i I think the the cc pack is like realistic skin color and i use that for everybody now because i'm tired of either you looking like fucking vlad like you're dead or you look fucking casket ready because there's so much blue undertone and all the all the there's skin a lot colors. of blue undertone or else it's like a red undertone where so yeah. it, looks like, it looks like you've got a fever or something yes and like there's no in between like um but like you know this reminds me of barbie again where yeah. like the initial um like you it took them a really long time to have like a, a barbie character who was mm-hmm. called barbie who had a deeper skin tone yes and for a long time, the characters who had like, you know, a darker skin tone were um, like friends, like yeah. side characters. Yes. And they were just the same sculpt. As Barbie. Uh, just a different color of plastic and mold. Yes, that I did know. And apparently it took until Bratz got really popular mm-hmm. for Barbie to start making any kind of shift in that direction. Mm-hmm. And... See, I like it's all it about the money. Well, I'm a huge Barbie girl, but that doesn't hold a fucking candle to brats. I loved brats because to me, they were street fashion, and I, 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 so I, I like street fashion more than I like couture fashion. Oh yeah, because like like couture it's like stuff people wear. Yeah, right. Like I, all I think about, I think it's like the classic Chloe. Bratz doll that has the jeans, the skirt on top of the jeans, the white shirt, the orange scarf, the purple platforms, and the hat. Okay. That's the shit I lived for. And I think that's kind of why I liked more, like to me, Bratz looked more real when I got a little older than Barbie's because Barbie's was like Barbie's dream house. And yeah, like again, I'm super contradicting myself 20 times over because I said I want to be a Disney princess or princess. I just don't want to be a princess. But at the time, I mean, it's kind of like when you're starting to grow up and you're like, I don't want that. That's a baby toy. Like to me, Bratz well, was like, like the, the princess diaries versus like, you know, like the real life person is a princess. Like, yeah, exactly. I think that's a perfect um, combination. But oh my God, I loved Bratz. 
I, I was so sad the movie like the, the live action movie was like live action movies suck all the time like, I know I, I I don't know if you ever watched Avatar the last airbender um tv show oh because the movie was so whitewashed it was insane it was I'm ex- not not insane it was like just terrible wild it was wild wild wild, wild. Um, I'm very excited for the Netflix one that's coming out next year, the live action show. I'm they they're doing it well. Um, I, I love Avatar. Um, like literally named my cat Korra after after Legends of Korra because I get asked this all the time. Why did I name my cat Korra? And I'd say, Oh, after uh Korra from Avatar, um, the Legends of Korra, because this girl was abandoned in a park to die and we found her and we took her home and to me that strength is fucking avatar quality i looked at her and i was like oh we have to name her cora did you ever read um the tamara pierce books yes like those were like you know like those were like the barbie strength books and i kind of wish they would make those into movies but i kind of hope they don't i hope they don't let's just I'm tired of like everything turning into something else. I mean, obviously this live action Barbie is like 60 years overdue. I'm kind of really shocked that there hasn't been one, but the fact that it's being done so well, I'm very excited about. It has to be someone who's passionate and knowledgeable. Yes. And like understands like the context or like a lot of what I've learned about Barbie. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, like in my adulthood I learned from Trixie Mattel because Trixie Mattel collects dolls like Barbies specifically and like she has a like a series of videos about like okay here's Barbie in the 60s and here are like the references to like fashion in that era and here's the references to ideals for women Mm -hmm. and here's the references to like what you know what they were pushing the boundaries of at that time and then they you know move on to the 70s and this is what they were pushing the boundaries of in the 70s that had now been accepted from the 60s and yeah just like toys are important Mm -hmm. because toys help shape kids minds and kids grow up into adults one thing that really pissed me off was the lego movie the original lego movie at the end of it like it was i don't know if you ever saw that movie are you talking about the one with like will ferrell um yeah yeah the one where like okay so it's like the the ordinary guy he gets the superpower and he saves the day yes and he saves the day alongside of a female character and he kind of has a crush on her but she is dating batman yeah and at the end of the movie, Batman goes up to the main character and says, you're super cool. You should have my girlfriend. She's yours. Mm. Mm, I don't like that. We're not property. We can do. Yeah. And and I was like so upset about that. Like, because I was really like, you know, excited to watch that movie. This was back in the day when I used to watch movies and I was really excited and I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. And then that happened and I hated it. Yeah. Because, and then people were like, oh, don't take it so seriously. It's just for kids. I'm like, that makes it worse. Yeah, because it's teaching because kids if, that like, oh, we're, we're buyable. Like, oh, you can, oh, you can have me now? Oh, okay, cool. You can earn me. You can earn me. We're not a fucking reward. We're not like a goddamn carnival prize. We like, have we're not literal Barbies that no. you can just go to the store and purchase. Like, no. No. Like, that kind of entitlement to women and women's bodies leads to a lot of violence agreed and it also leads to a lot of women who accept violence because they think that's just what it is yeah and that sucks a lot and so it's just like what we teach kids like my sister has two you know pronounced male at birth children yeah and she's assuming that they're boys because statistically that's more likely yeah um but like when she had her second kid, her first kid was given a, a doll, like a baby doll, um, because, you know, she figured that he might want to reflect what he sees mommy doing. Yeah. Like, you know, what what's going on? I mean, if she got him a dog, she, if she got a dog, she'd give him a puppy dog, like toy. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, um, 
And people say, oh, like I'm raising my kid to be gender neutral, but a lot of the time what people consider to be gender neutral means nothing feminine. Yeah. And so like, yeah, you should, if you want to be gender neutral, you have to not continue the stereotype that things that are feminine are wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, this little girl's playing with, Bar- I wish my daughter wouldn't play with Barbies. It's so, you know, it's so unprogressive. No, you saying that it's wrong for her to play with Barbies is unprogressive. Like, and, and you saying if, if your son played with Barbies and you saying that would be wrong would also be unprogressive. It doesn't matter. It doesn't if matter. If a kid wants to play with Barbies, Let them play with Barbies. If okay. a kid wants to play with trucks, great. If the kid wants to put the Barbie in the truck and drive around, awesome. great. Like, Exactly. Let a kid have wonder. Let a kid explore. Let a kid have imagination. Um, like honestly, if my son, if I have a son one day, is like, I want, to, mom, can you paint my fingernails? Fuck yeah, mom, I want to have long hair like dad. Can I have long hair? Fuck yeah. You want to, you want to wear pink? Fucking wear pink. Be like your dad, because like my fiance has long hair and loves to wear pink because he has this beautiful Greek olive goddamn skin tone. Wakes up looking like he's just come from a Caribbean beach every day. And he looks so great with color, especially pinks and purples, because it brings out the natural skin tone. Where if I wear pink, I look like I'm fucking dead because I have so much pink undertone in me. So like, I think we need to just, whatever people like, let let them like it. Who gives a shit? Like, who gives a shit? So anyways, we got to wrap up. Um, I do have 10 fun facts about Barbie awesome before we before we close off give me a sec oh i keep getting ads like oh are you gonna watch foundation on apple you should do it you should do it right now by the way here's six more ads okay i'm sorry this is like loading this is literally from toys r us's website because i have no life uh top five top Top 10 facts about Barbie you may not know. Number one, Barbie was created by uh, Ruth Handler and Jack Ryan, which we had talked about earlier. Uh, Barbie's full name is Barbara uh, Maleficent Roberts, which is based off um, Ruth's daughter, Barbie, which we also talked about earlier. Uh, She has had over 200 different careers, from astronaut to firefighter to rapper. She has had 200 different careers. Uh, Barbie has a lot of friends or family over the years. Barbie has welcomed many people into her dream world, including family members, Skipper, Stacy, Chelsea, not forgetting her many friends, uh, Teresa, Summer, and Nikki. Uh, Barbie has had many fashion makeovers. Barbie is known for being fashion forward style, glamorous gowns, iconic swimwear, and uh, fabulous pajamas. But did you know Barbie's a superhero as well? In 2019, Barbie dressed up as X-Men characters, Mystique, uh dark phoenix and storm for halloween nice. i like that uh barbie has been to space uh barbie has been to space multiple times in 2001 as she took a zero gravity flight in april 2022 mattel sent two barbie dolls into orbit in a collaboration with the national space center or aka nasa for the mission dream star in october 22 astronaut samantha corfacetti took a look like barbie doll to the space station that means that barbie is the first ever doll to go to space uh barbie's pink is an actual signature color which fun fact there was a paint shortage after this movie because they have bought so much pink paint everything on that set is real it's not cgi it's plastic pink plastic and they have different shades of pinks for different shades of stuff like there's no white it's just a light pink um barbie is known for her collection of pink from cars to shoes to houses in fact the filming of barbie had so much pink causing a world shortage thank you uh barbie has run for president six times uh barbie first ran for president in 1992 but was unsuccessful uh to be nominated as she won in 2008 Barbie won being president in 2008. There you go. Uh, Barbie has visited over 150 countries since Barbie was created in 1959. It has been sold in over 150 150 cultures with all 150 cultures having proper representation. Okay. I like that. 
Last but not least, Barbie is a culture icon. Barbie is featured in exhibits, museum displays, and even several Barbie-themed attractions overall. Her pop culture uh, impact is incredible. And I agree. Like, I mean, originally we were going to have um, a couple other people join from other parts of the world. And I was like, oh my God, I didn't know Barbie was that big on the other side of the world as she is in the Western base worlds. So I'm very excited to have see the Barbie movie. Like I said, I'm going Barbie Oppenheimer, baby. That's my life. Cause I got to see both. Okay. I, you know, one, you know, one's a Barbie girl. One's an Oppenheimer girl can be both. Um, But very excited to see this movie. I think it's going to exceed my expectations. Um, Fingers crossed. Uh, I'm just, I, anything with Kate McKinnon in it just sells it for me. I love Kate McKinnon and she plays like the funky wizard at the top of the world. So I'm very excited for anything Kate McKinnon does. But uh, Rhea, I want to thank you so much for coming here today. Thank you for living in my Barbie world and sharing the experience of what it's like to be Barbies. And it were two different style of Barbie girls. Mm, I was a Barbie girl growing up. You were a Barbie girl as an adult. Um, I want to thank you again for anybody listening. Where can we find you? Um, my username is Ricky Teak. I'm Ricky Teak on uh, Instagram and on the Sims 4 gallery. I My specialty on the gallery is empty rooms with collections or other useful items in them. So if you need ambrosia, look up Ricky Teak. <laughs> yes, because that's honest to God. I go to the gallery sometimes of like, debugged items because i'm too fucking lazy i you know like the portal from making magic i mean that's yeah. my realm of magic yeah. um i'm just too lazy to type debug so i just go to the gallery and just like portal room portal 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 portal, portal. i'm like perfect that should give me enough portals for a while like i just, that's literally what i do but ria i want to thank you so much for coming here today uh please go i wish the movie was sponsoring me one day i will be sponsored that would by be a awesome. movie. that is a goal of mine to be sponsored buy a movie absolute dream of mine or even a movie theater like my goal one day is to own a small locally owned movie theater so I can also sell my baked goods at because I love going to the movies so much I was so sad in the pandemic that I couldn't go um I did everything in my power to support local theaters to ensure that they were able to keep their doors open because we can't let that die there's nothing like going to a movie on opening night with the crowded room and you got your popcorn and everyone's like, <gasps> and you're dressed up and-, and you're dressed up and you're like, oh my God, like it's all about the snacks and it's all about the experience. Exactly. And everyone's like, like, oh my God, like this happened. Or like, I, I used to be the theme, like, like a lot of movies coming on Thursdays like I would have be to the Thursday at 7 p.m I want the first showing I want to know what's happening I want to be able to go into the weekend knowing like that's a huge thing like I remember the first movie I went back to after the pandemic was the Batman with Robert Pattinson I paid $40 a seat but I got the exclusive Wednesday night showing um like two days before um they had a 20 minute interview with the actors talking about the experiences doing the movie and everybody got the limited edition batman uh, hush comic books that was loosely based on and it was redrawn to look like robert pattinson and uh, zoe kravitz as catwoman and batwoman and uh sorry batman you know what i mean batman and catwoman but um i would pay that again that to me that is a concert, a sporting event, and an air light all wrapped into one to the excitement of just going to the movies with a bunch of fucking nerds, um, literally fangirling. Because, like, when the penguin stepped on stage, we're like, oh, my God. Or, like, when he flew, holy shit. Like, you know, everyone was like... And, like, at the end of, like, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a person that claps at the after an end of a premiering film. Even if someone's not there, like, I'm applauding, like, every like, oh, I don't know where you clip. I'm like, I'm applauding. Obviously, no one in this room is there, but I'm applauding what goes into making a movie. Which um, is a lot. I have been in a movie. Oh, my, okay. As what? an extra. As an extra. Okay, that, what extra? And is it The uh, Boys? Because you're in Toronto. I mean. No, it was back when I was, like, six. It was okay. called, um the scarlet letter famous flop very expensive to produce nobody went and saw it oh my god i've seen it since i became an adult because it's restricted and it is pretty bad Bad. um but 
that is how I got my nickname on the group chat for the mods of my uh, my Facebook group that I've helped mod since yeah. Fourth Society. Um, and it's shoved by Sirius. I love that. Because uh, the guy who played Sirius was in that movie. And I was in a crowd scene and he had to run to the front of the crowd and every time he shoved me to the ground and he was not getting his lines done. Oh. And so it like they've had like 15 takes. Yeah, that sucks. And then I later saw the Harry Potter movie and I had kind of I didn't remember this. I was like, I really don't like that serious guy. And they're like, my mom's like, yeah, that's because he shoved you a lot when you were six. <laughs> Which we can now talk about in the next podcast. Yes. <laughs> in like 25 minutes. But anyways, yeah, absolute pleasure. Please go check out um Rhea, links are going to be below. Thank you so much for coming back here today. Have a great rest of your day. You too. Bye.